Will This Be On The Test Teacher Pod is a podcast by, for, and about teachers. It's not a place where we discuss rigor or teaching methods or sell lesson plans. It's simply a safe space for teachers to share their stories, frustrations, and triumphs, and for our listeners to realize, episode after episode, that they're not alone. Will This Be On The Test Teacher Pod is sometimes funny, sometimes disturbing, but always honest. Welcome to Will This Be On The Test Teacher Pod. Two teachers and Scotty explore the realities of education. This week, we will be talking about the foibles and follies of one of our favorite groups of people, parents. I'm Yomis. And I'm Miss B. And can I start us off with some expositive news? Okay, sure. Go ahead. I know that this isn't really the place where we like to celebrate (laughs) the good things of public (laughs) education, but one of the districts that my office represents tonight, the school board voted to give all of their full-time employees $1,500 bonuses and $1,000 bonuses for their part-time employees. And they'll be in their Christmas, their January or December 23rd paychecks. Wow. So exciting. That is very exciting. Wow. Congrats. That I, I haven't heard about that anywhere else. Well, after COVID, the state of Michigan did pass a huge education bundle mm-hmm. and actually and during COVID and they gave schools just huge chunks of money earmarked for teacher retention and specifically bonuses and very few schools did that, or they did something maybe, you know, 300 bucks, 500 bucks at the beginning or after our first year of COVID. But this is one of the bigger, I mean, it's a big district, so they have more to give, but this is a big one for the area. Uh, That's for sure. I mean, that's nice. 1500 bucks. That's, that covers a lot of ground. Very nice. Now they have to all come in and clean the halls and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) What's funny is when they first introduced it, they literally said, Well, originally it was $1,000 when they made the first offer and they called it $1,000, no strings attached. So it's almost like they knew we were going to be suspicious. (laughs) Oh, I totally would be. I mean, you know, who wouldn't be? Well, if other, uh, you know, Board of Ed members are out there listening, because I'm sure so many members of Boards of Ed love this podcast. If any of them (laughs) are listening... This is a great way to make your staff happy, but uh, also be advised that it'll only make them happy for a little while. And then you got to do other stuff too. So this district specifically needs to really work on some working conditions issues. So Mm. I agree. It'll keep, I think it will keep people from quitting at Christmas break, but they're going to have to come back after Christmas and start figuring out some tough stuff for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, Speaking of Christmas, this episode is actually going to drop the day after Christmas, uh, Boxing Day, so the 26th. So we hope that whatever it is you celebrate, if you celebrate Christmas or you celebrate Hanukkah, that you had a wonderful holiday. But right now, of course, when we're recording this, we are just still frantically decorating and buying and and doing all that that crazy stuff. But we hope we're in that worst week where... Every day is like a spirit day and Uh, everybody is having a food drive and you had to sign up for a snack for a party, but then you have to remember for next week and you're trying to figure out teacher presents. It's the worst week. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's Christmas sweater week. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was Christmas sock today for my 
fourth grader. Oh my God. Although he was homesick, but you can imagine. Yeah. (laughs) Did he wear them while he was homesick? His Christmas socks? Well, here's what a great parent I am. I don't just have Christmas socks. And so I saw found some at the store and they were $6. And I think that's a lot for a pair of socks that he will probably wear one time. Mm -hmm. And so when it became clear last night that he wasn't going to school today, I just whipped him right out of his room and put him back by the door with the receipt. I am taking him and getting my $6 back. (laughs) You know what? He doesn't need $6 socks. Who does he think he is? That kid. What nerve. I, I can't believe you don't have Christmas socks. I have Christmas socks from when my friend did my secret Santa and totally just, you know, got me all the things that uh, a Jewish girl would never need. But I actually have <laughs> have Christmas socks and have worn them. We have a big race every year in Asbury Park. And it's uh, everybody wears a Santa. They give you a Santa outfit and you run in this Santa suit. There's nothing more terrifying than sitting watching 500 Santas running oh, at you. It's not, it's not 500. Uh, well, I feel as running it's... is already awful enough. And now they're like, wear this obnoxious suit. I, <laughs> I went down to root. I went to root for her once and I was up, out in front of the starting line. And it's just a horde of Santa Clauses. At you. It's... <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. I, we, we didn't do it this year. But we were supposed to, and it was like monsooning out. And I was like, I don't need to be a wet Santa. That's like beyond I, I don't care enough. I'm not doing it. But but I do wear my, you know, annually, I do wear my my Christmas socks, you know, so. Well, I do have red and white striped ones, but they're those thick, slippery socks, mm. slipper socks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll also have you know that when I was digging out the tubs of holiday decor, I have one entire tub that's all the clothes I have purchased for the many spirit weeks <laughs> of 17 years worth of uh, teaching. I have like eight sweaters. I have like, cause there's always a pajama day. Yeah. I have like Grinch pajama pants, candy cane pajama pants. I had t-shirts, long sleeve shirts. I feel a bonfire coming. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, this year. I, you know, I see like four people a day in my job and none of them will require me to wear any (laughs) festive clothing. So I kept like two of the ugliest sweaters and the rest are going to some poor teacher who has to dress up. I mean, I say that I thought, I think it's fun to dress up for spirit day, but now that I don't have to, I find that sort of a relief. You know what? It's, it depends on the particular spirit day. I mean, like, Okay, so when you teach elementary school, obviously you have to make a holiday party in your classroom. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of my friends hit upon this great idea, which is to make the holiday party a breakfast party, because then you get it over with, you know, it's the last day, it's a half day. So your classroom is like cleaned up and everything and you're ready to roll Mm -hmm. as opposed to like, you know, kicking kids out, like, you know, then having to clean up. So that, of course, becomes a pajama party which is great because who doesn't want to wear pajamas the last day of the school year like that's fine and it's fun but you know occasionally those it just got carried away where it was just like okay now it's valentine's day so everybody has to wear red like actually the one that got me and this is just you know my personal take not trying to be you know at all bigoted in any way shape or form but the one that got me was saint patrick's day because First of all, I have a problem with St. Patrick's Day because I lived in Manhattan 
And what people do on St. Patrick's Day in New York is they just get way too drunk and they just puke all over the place. Like that's what St. Patrick's Day in New York is. There's a parade and there's puke and that's what happens. And I lived on the Upper East (laughs) Side. Yeah. And I lived on the Upper East Side where all the Irish bars are. And like I had to like step over people on my way home. Like it was just a nightmare. (laughs) So really bad. So I already don't have like a great, you know, memory of St. Patrick's Day, except for like my first year, which was a lot of fun. And then after that, it was like, ugh. But then when I started teaching, and I was uh, covering a maternity leave that parents who were lovely, I had great parents my first year, they were like, so what are you doing for St. Patrick's Day? And I was like, nothing. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's not a holiday. <laughs> like, what? Like, is St. Patrick even still a saint? I don't even know, you know? I don't even know if that day is about or what it's even supposed there, to be there, about. You know, I, I'm not sure either. There's leprechauns, you know, I don't know. But um <laughs> So I was like, well, no. And it was also like the week before standardized testing at that point, because standardized testing was in March. So here I am first year trying to like bang out these tests and whatever. And and you're going to expect me to make a a friggin' party on St. Patrick's Day? Like, no. So I said, if you want to bring stuff in, we can have it at snack time, but I am not making a party. And even though I think she was a little disappointed, she did bring in like grapes and like green bagels and stuff. So it was fine. I mean, it was fine. I didn't have to, but I was just stunned that anybody would expect me to make a party on uh, this yeah. non-holiday that you should, you should have brought in some green beer, you know, well, that's, it's a little taste of it. well, it's funny. You should mention that because a couple of, <laughs> couple of years later, spring conferences, the night conferences were on St. Patrick's day and parents totally came in fucked up. I mean, it was just, <laughs> you know, you're just like, they've been drinking. I wish I was drinking, you know? So, yeah. um, but anyway, I, at that point in time, didn't have a lot of gr- green clothing. So, you know, I was always like, Oh, I really, do I have to go out and buy like some green outfit like this is silly I don't want to do this I don't care about this but ultimately once my daughter started playing sports in in high school our high school's colors are green and white so I had stuff that I could wear from you know from East Brunswick Bears but I mean it was just like I I was just like this is not a day for a party I'm sorry so as a high school teacher I never really had to do parties and I didn't really teach like we had to get permission if we were going to do anything other than teach bell to bell on the last day before break. Really? So classes like yearbook or band, like the elective classes would a lot of times have parties, mm-hmm. but I never did. I tried to time like, oh, we finished To Kill a Mockingbird so we can watch that movie mm-hmm. the last three days before break, because that's exactly what you want to do before a holiday <laughs> break is watch some outdated Nothing. film version of a book you were forced to read. But then every now and then I'd have classes that would like insist, like we're having a party. Can we do, can we have a party if we organize it? And I was like, whatever, if you all just show up with stuff, what am I going to do? Cause I have no faith in teenagers mm-hmm. following through. And every now and then you'd have like some kid would bring like a dozen donuts, you know, for like 30 kids and then someone brought like a bag of chips and I was like all right, all right. <laughs> so, everybody gets I did, half I mean, a chip I tried to do a, like a light activity on that day but I never really had to 
coordinate like food or anything. Oh God, so no, it was it or was, a craft. Uh, no, I had to. We had to do Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas slash, and I, I I did Christmas and then I also did Hanukkah. So I actually mm-hmm. that wasn't a party. That was more of an activity but it was fun. Mm-hmm. So you're talking like, you know, October, November, December, yeah. you're doing a party every month. Then it's a really long time because I didn't do St. Patrick's Day, but I did do Val- I, Valentine's Day. You had to do. I think Valentine's Day is probably the holiday that gives me rage. Like, <laughs> oh, sure. There's like no reason for children. Like what is Valentine's Day for children? Like, I mean, I would argue, what is it even for adults? Yeah. But even if you're like, oh, it's romantic and crap. But like, why are our children doing that? And then what is the purpose of those Valentines? All you do is write the names mm-hmm. and they say some dumb message. And it's not like anyone's going to sit down and read like, you're rad. Like no one reads them. It's like, it's so dumb. And then if, someone's, le- if someone's left out, oh my God, yeah. you know, or they, oh don't get, my God. they don't get the Imagine. Valentine from their friend or their boyfriend. Or no, no, no. There were rules with Valentine's Day. I, as the teacher, one of my responsibilities was to publish a list of all the children in the class and send it home so that there wasn't a problem like this. And I was very strict about that. Like if you didn't have all the Valentine, like enough Valentine's, you could give out zero. Like I really, I did not stand for that bullshit. And then my, that's what mine did with the list. And the only value I saw in the lower grades was it was good practice for my child to practice writing. Yeah. Yeah. I made him write all the names, but what a just God awful activity as a parent to sit there and watch your kid try to spell out like 20 names on a teeny card. And you're just like, this is all dumb. And then you're going to bring them home and I'm just going to throw them all away when you're sleeping. No, the purpose of Valentine's day is for the teacher to get a shit ton of chocolate, which was really (laughs) awesome. Okay. The kids would come in and they were really cute about it. They'd be like, there's a heart with candy in it. I'd be like, hand it over. You know, (laughs) that was, well, shit. I never did a Valentine for the teacher. I mean, we would, well, in the box of pre the ones, the perforated ones, I would be like, pick a special one for your teacher. But all they do is still just write their name. We never did an extra gift. Oh, no, I got gifts. And actually one year, this was actually kind of cool. The PTA organized that. I think it was the week before Valentine's Day. Every day, kids could bring in like flowers, like different color flowers for the teacher. Like, so I I ended up with like a big bouquet of really pretty flowers, which was really nice. Oh, that's cool. Because a lot, because yeah, Yeah. that's kind of a fun idea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know how many kids stole them from somewhere, but it was really nice to have them. It was, it was cool. That's how it is. They bring you like a necklace and you're like, oh yeah, you took this from your mom. No, that (laughs) that totally happened. There was a girl who who gave me like a ring and she gave my, my co-teacher some other piece of jewelry. And then like the mom got in touch with us like two weeks later. And it's just like, um, did she give you, you know, and we're like, uh, honey, you have to give this back. Like, we appreciate that you wanted to give us something, but this is not, you can't, no. <laughs> you can't. And you're wearing it like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, you're wearing oh, it at conferences. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just happened to have the same exact one that you had yeah. and just <laughs> randomly don't have anymore. I know. I Actually, funny thing about that kid is so like a few years later, she was she was in middle school, but there was a, um, a, all of a sudden there was a lockdown called in the school. It was the first real lockdown. I was not 
at school. It was actually in December. And I will admit I was in Kohl's shopping. And, um, but I had taken a little sick day, you know, but you know, my friends are all texting me like, there's a real lockdown. Oh my God. You know, whatever. And it turned out that somebody, they found a bullet in school, somebody oh. dropped a bullet. And so they had to go through the whole procedure and it was a whole big thing and whatever. Well, the kid who found the bullet is the kid who stole the jewelry from <laughs> So she was interviewed on like the news, you know, and my friend and I who had the stolen objects were like, oh, my God, like reporters are talking to her like she actually like makes sense. Like, can we be like, don't don't. Yes, she found a bullet. But did you know what else she did? Like (laughs) she's very observant. She finds all sorts of valuable things. She hangs out with the wrong kind of person. She hangs out with. Thieves and bullet people. Oh and my gosh. Oh, my friend who, who went through all this with me, you know who I'm talking about. If you're listening, you know exactly who I'm talking about. All right. Well, moving on here. So today, as we said, we are going to talk about parents and not us as parents, because we are model parents, of course, but oh, other God. people. And <laughs> I snuck onto Reddit and without saying that this was going to be published on a podcast, just asked, what is something, wait, how did, I don't remember how I said it. What, what is something that parents have said that you like have no response to or something that's just like completely ridiculous. That is so ridiculous that you couldn't even respond. So we got a lot of responses to it. So thank you everyone who responded. And if you're listening and you didn't realize it was going to be on the podcast, well, here we are. So, um, so Miss V, you said you, you classified these into categories. So let's hear it. As I was reading through those and some that some friends sent me, I decided they fall into categories that I have entitled the weird but harmless, Mm -hmm. which those are my favorite. Um, The ones wherein all you can say is, what were you thinking? (laughs) And then the ones that are entitled, oh, hell no. (laughs) I will say as a teacher, I had... I cannot think of any, oh, hell no's, which means there must not have been any, because I think that would stick with me. And I think I, most of the time I had parents say things that made me like, can you believe this? Um, Probably were things like expecting me to do things like, things like meet my kid at lunch or what can you remind my kid every day to Mm. bring his book homework? Can you, can't you, he couldn't do the homework because he emailed you for help and you didn't respond. And then I looked and he'd emailed me at like 10 o'clock at night. And I was like, yeah, I was probably passed out on the couch from the stress of the day. So those were mostly, and I think I every now and then had weird things, but they were like, wow. And then we moved on. So I'm very thankful. I had very nice parents, but my favorite story is I've probably already told this on here. I had a class where we had read Miss Peregrine's home for peculiar children. Mm -hmm. And so we were watching the movie as one does probably the last few days before (laughs) Christmas, also another good holiday film. (laughs) And it's like PG 13 my school board policy required anything higher than PG. We had to do permission mm-hmm. slip. And I, they were freshmen, I think. So we did the permission slips. All the parents signed them. We watched the movie the first day. And 
that afternoon or evening, a parent sent me a very nasty email that the movie was far too upsetting and scary for her Mm. son and that he is very sensitive to movies that have lots of like thrilling suspense and anything like supernatural and that she could not believe that I would show this with no advanced warning, blah, 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 blah. And I have never been happier to reply like, well, since you signed the permission Mm -hmm. slip and I always wrote permission slips, like here's why it's rated this way. And here's a link to go to for a preview. And also we'd read the Mm -hmm. book. So I felt like, oh yeah, just start this lady. Cause I like all of the reasons. And then after I wrote her all of that, she just was like, he will need to step out of the room when scenes get too intense. And I was like, that's fine. But what freshman boy wants to be like, I have to go oh now. It was awkward, <laughs> but I was so glad that I had those damn permission yeah. slips. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really nice when you can like sort of say, well, guess what? I, I, I covered my ass before you even got here. You know, I actually had one parent whose daughter was in my class. This child had a very, very detailed and lengthy 504 plan. Like I'm talking like 25 items on, on this plan. And this parent was just all over your shit all the time. Like, you know, constant. It's like, oh, you didn't give, you know, it says in the 504, she's supposed to have seven days notice for a test and you gave six days. Like it was really difficult, but I was doing my best, you know, because it's, look, this is her right. This is her 504 plan. It was approved by the powers that be in my district. God bless them. So here I am. And in addition to this parent actually accusing me of being not the right teacher for her child, because I am a different race than her child, which at that point, there was no more conversation without representation between me and the parent. But also she I guess she said, oh, there wasn't advance notice for X, Y, and Z or something. And I'm like, oh, no, there was. Like, I I wrote it in her planner. Like, I remember. And I'm getting this from, like, the head of student services at the time. And I'm like, no, I, I wrote it. Like, I remember writing it. I said, mm-hmm. go back to her and say, bring to, let the kid bring in the planner. And so she did, you know, say to the parent, like, have her bring it in. And she's like... Oh, her planner got lost. I bought her a new one. And I'm like, okay, now do we see the game here? Like, come on. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh yeah, I guess maybe. I'm like, yeah, I guess maybe, you know. This parent also <laughs> had the audacity to, I guess the parents had split up and in information that I was given when this child started, she sent me a picture of this child's father and said, if, if he comes to school, like I need to be notified right away. And I was like, hmm, do you have sole custody? Like, can I see the custody agreement? No, he didn't, she didn't have, there was no, there was no, there was no reason he could not be around this kid. Like there was no legal reason. And I was just like, I, I'm sorry, yeah. but I cannot, and nor do, will I notify you? Like what? You know, like it yeah. was just, she was, nuts she also um subbed in our school and after the fact and and used to eat all of the teachers snacks when she subbed <laughs> so yeah so 
That's my favorite part yeah, of this. She's eat all their snacks. So yeah, I, I yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, how about if we get to a few of these stories from Reddit yeah. here? I want to start with okay, my what, favorite which is, one, which is like the silliest, okay, smallest thing. But it is that during parent-teacher <laughs> conferences, a parent pulled out nail clippers and just proceeded to clip all of their nails while the conference was going on. <laughs> Since I read that a week ago, that has been, that's brought me endless amounts of amusement. Just picturing, I do, I feel like because we've all sat across the table from some mm-hmm. odd ducks and like they're fine they're maybe they're they tell you kind of kooky stories but like I can just imagine it happening oh my God. <laughs> and you have to just carry on while they're yeah, see, I don't away. think I could like I think I would just stop talking and be like <laughs> can you put that away like I, I would not continue speaking like that I wouldn't be able to like I wouldn't be able to focus <laughs> I would be just completely out, out to lunch on that one See, now my favorite of the ones we saw was the one where the parent came to an IEP meeting with an advocate and an attorney. So it wasn't just a crazy parent. It was a crazy parent and their hired guns. Okay. And the parent (laughs) asked that the school send an aide on the school bus that would get off the bus, come into the house, wake the child up. Okay, and help them get dressed and ready for school because the parent couldn't do it. So he and and the kid was in 10th grade, not impaired in any physical way. Okay, so here you're talking about Mm -hmm. like just picture like the school bus, you know, everybody's on the bus. Oh, wait, we're in front of Johnny's house. Hold on. We got a 10 minute stop here. Aid gets off the bus. Johnny, wake up. What would you like for breakfast? Like what? (laughs) you know i've picked out two sweatshirts for you which one do you want to wear where's your backpack as a parent as a parent i you know i can't blame her for asking (laughs) (laughs) if someone would do that for my 13 year old that would make my life i'll just go get my shower someone could just argue with him about yes you do have to go to school today (laughs) it's just I just can't believe, I mean, it's one thing for a crazy ass parent to ask that, but an advocate who should know better and a lawyer who should know better, like uh, be ashamed of yourself. Like, you know, honestly, attorney who allowed this, like get your fucking law degree and like your diploma and just set it on fire because you suck. Like what? (laughs) No, no, no. He was charging by the hour. I guess. I guess so. Yeah. That's, oh, absolutely. But that There's was no law. That that was my favorite one. Like like you keep imagining the 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 nail clipping. Yeah. I keep imagining like when I go out walking the dog and I see the school bus picking up kids in my neighborhood. I just start laughing because I think about. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of them that I thought the response was funny was a parent who actually was also in an IEP meeting, and in the midst of it, the parent asked the teacher if they had ever been to Cracker Barrel oh, God. The restaurant and it says everybody was staring <laughs> at me so I said yes I have been to Cracker Barrel and then the parent got mad and said how many teas did you have left over in that triangle game on the table and everyone looked like what so I was like the teacher was like I don't know and then the parent said that their child 
had only one left, which was genius. <laughs> and <laughs> the comment, the response someone wrote, FYI, three means, quote unquote, you're just plain dumb. Two, quote unquote, you're very smart. One is genius. <laughs> I felt like, yeah, thank you for that clarification. Right. And then they said, my mom worked at the Cracker Barrel and I played that yeah, game my mom works at much, much too much in my yeah. childhood. <laughs> so. Again, I can see that. Like, I think that level of angry parent, like once I had a dad accuse me of hating athletes, because whatever the issue had been with his son happened to be, he had had a game the night before and then he was absent. And then it was an AP class. Mm -hmm. So whatever, like an essay was due and I expected him to turn it in when he returned, like the chump that I am. And he was like, no, I don't have it. I was absent. And I was like, well, we've been working on it for like two weeks and this is AP. Mm -hmm. And he, the kid had like a tantrum. And so I don't remember. I don't think I've sent him. I don't even think I sent him to the office or anything. I think we just had words. And then the dad sent me an email saying that it was obvious that I hated athletes. Mm. <laughs> I was and, like, and wow, you said, I you're do. painting so. with some broad strokes, buddy. <laughs> well, I, of course, replied, no, only basketball players. <laughs> What's funny is after many emails back and forth with that dad, it ended very positively. And he sent me like, oh, thank you for blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, by the way, do you know how terrifying it is to communicate via writing with an English teacher? <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a, good to know. That's a good point. <laughs> well, speaking of hating athletes, here, here's another one. That, <laughs> this one is just, uh, I, I'm going to actually read it because it's too complicated for me to, you know, to uh, paraphrase. So. This person says, I didn't select a girl for the cheerleading team because she's fat. So that's why she won't do any work for me. This is what the parent tells the teacher. Then the teacher tells us, I've never coached cheerleading. We didn't have a cheerleading team. And this was a rural area where competitive cheer teams hadn't become a thing yet. I've never even done cheerleading myself. When this was pointed out, the mom accused me of being fat phobic because had I been a cheerleading coach, I wouldn't have selected her for the team. Wait, there's more. When it came time for graduation for eighth grade that year, the students got to select the last song that they would hear. They selected a very popular song at the time. My job was to type it up in the program using the exact same program as the previous year, just subbing in different names and dates and such. The official name of the song which was the exact same as the previous year when I hadn't even been working there yet is called Good Riddance, Time of Your Life. A song I'm- My Green Day. Right, exactly. Even I know that. Mom said <laughs> that I inserted the Good Riddance part as a dig at her daughter because I am fat phobic. Who are these people? Wait, like what? You were, if you were a cheerleading coach, you wouldn't have picked my daughter. What on earth are you even saying? Like, what the hell? This is the what were you thinking category. Yeah. I think what happened is she first went the cheer, you hate her because she's fat and you don't want her on the cheerleading team. And then when the teacher like owned her, like we don't have a cheerleading team. She's like, well, if you did have a cheerleading <laughs> team. <laughs> Oh, that's the best was the parentheses. We don't have one. Well, blah, blah, blah. 
we never had one. (laughs) No one in the county has. (laughs) (laughs) Like we don't even know what a cheerleader is, but I'm clearly fat phobic. Like what the hell? (laughs) I'm actually, it made me think of the one on there where the kid hadn't been in school for a while. So the teacher emailed and was just like, Hey, just checking in. Is everything okay? And the parent just replied a photo of like four bloody teeth. Yeah. That had probably, and that was probably it. wisdom teeth that had been pulled. That was it. Just the, <laughs> like, well, that'll teach you to care. Yeah. But you know what? That's better than those parents that leave you the voicemail to, you know, call their kid out sick and be like, Johnny has the flu. He has been having loose diarrhea for the past four days. <laughs> he's also has, he also has green gook coming out of his nose. And when he coughs, it's so phlegmy. Like you're just sitting there going, are you like, why do you think I care? Like I, you know, yeah. just tell me he's going to be out. That's it. You know, pick up his homework. I think they think that we are going to assume it's not real, which one we don't care. We don't care if he's really sick no, or not. No. He's not here next. Yeah. So we don't need. Now, my kid's school, it does ask you to leave your name, their name, and the reason why. And I <laughs> I always assume they want to know if he's sick, like what he has, because, you know, they kind of keep track. Mm-hmm. But often I don't have a title. So I find myself like, well, he's out with the guff you know, like a cough, a fever. And then I'm like, what am I doing? See, you're, <laughs> I'm like, and all the other things got to go by. <laughs> you're, you're I mean, I think people got more, <laughs> more into doing that with COVID because you were asked to describe mm-hmm. symptoms, you know, for the period of time yeah. where people paid attention to COVID and school. But back then, this was before that, where it was just like, no, I, I really, I don't need to know what's coming out of your kid's ass. I really don't need to know. Like, really, please don't. What's worse while we're on the wisdom teeth story is high schoolers sometimes will come in like the next day and they're all like gauzed up and like kind of drooly and like they don't feel good. And I'm like, guys, nothing here is that important. Like, go home. They're like, oh, my mom said I had to come. Yeah, because mom, <laughs> mom wants them to be able to. I'm calling your mom right now. Mom wants them to be able to take a day off when they want to go like on a ski vacation so like you got to go in today because you're going to be taking a day off in a few weeks so sorry mom mom doesn't want them around the house moaning about how they feel crappy is what mom doesn't want yeah yeah that's fair also fair as a parent (laughs) (laughs) like my kids so last weekend i had a sick kid this weekend i had a sick kid and the husband has like a variation of it and all three of them are coughing and if I have to just listen to another 24 hours of people coughing, I'm that's, I feel like I'd send you back to school fever or not. I can't <laughs> listen to the coughing. Anymore. Well, you could do it. I won't really. You could do what the parents used to do in my school where like the kid would be out, you know, like I would send the kid home. Okay. Because the kid was sick. They'd be back the next day. Oh, why are you back? Like you were sick yesterday. Oh, I'm fine now. My mom got me medicine. What color was the medicine? It's pink. Oh, okay. So is it pink, like reddish pink? Yeah. So it's Tylenol. So basically you would have a friggin' fever right now, but your mom gave you Tylenol because then I'm not going to suspect you have a fever. I'm like, go to the nurse, go get out of my face. (laughs) Get out of here. You left here with a fever (laughs) yesterday. You are, you are not allowed in my classroom. Goodbye. It's yeah. You're supposed to be fever free for 24 hours. Did you ever have to deal with um, lice in a classroom? No, thank God. Oh. Oh, but one time I did have to deal with a very stinky kid. 
<laughs> I know that's not the same, no. but, and this is a sad story. I don't mean to laugh at stinky kids. It was cat pee was the smell. Oh. And it was, it was everything, all of his, any fabric, his backpack was everything. So like we would bring him in and he'd like wash his clothes and give him clothes. And then the next day he'd come back and it, but it was so strong and awful that like the sweetest, nicest kids around him were like, I can't, I can't sit by him. And I was like, I know, but he's, this is, it was, oh, we, I put him by the window. Cause I thought like a little fresh air. And then a kid said the breeze was, was wafting. <laughs> not funny but <laughs> I actually but I actually was- had to my own children were uh, the stinky kids for a day because our dog got skunked and we didn't realize it until she came into the house and rubbed herself all, all over the place including across my kids backpacks so, oh, no. so we didn't realize you know so one of them goes to school and like the phone rings and it's like oh you know like you've got to bring him clothes like he smells like skunk and I'm like okay you have the stinky kid. and I'm like I had the stinky kid and then I get a phone call from the second kid's school like almost immediately and it's my daughter and she was little like she was like eight or something and she's just like, oh, I'm like all right I'm coming <laughs> coming i'm coming i'm bringing clothes i'm taking your backpacks back it was oh such a nightmare so yes i've I've had the the stinky kid but we had lice in our classroom and actually this goes back to a a parent too because the parent knew that the kid had lice and sent the kid to school anyway because she said well i brushed her hair before and i thought i got rid of them all great so now it's like Okay, every kid in the class has to be checked by the nurse. And I, of course, can't be checked until I have a free period, which is like third period. So the entire time, first and second period, I'm like, my head is itching. My head is itching. Like, oh my God. (laughs) Of course, I did not have lice, but it was like a whole thing. And the parent, we're like, then then the parents sent the kid back to school and and we were like, nope, not yet. Like, we sent her, I, I didn't let her into my room. I'm like, go up to the classroom. And I felt bad for the kid. Like, she was mortified, which it happens. It's not the end of the world. But the parent just kept trying to get the kid out of her house. And it's like, no, like, you can't do that. I think that's why I don't feel guilty laughing at the stinky kid example I gave because he did not seem bothered by all the events, like sending him down and washing his clothes. It didn't seem, and I know like he probably wasn't showing it, but he just was sort of like doop to do. And so it didn't feel like he was traumatized. So maybe, maybe also I'm just a horrible person. You are, you are the worst. You are awful. All right. I will tell you, this is unrelated, except that it's a friend of mine I taught with Mm -hmm. and that stinky kid reminded me, she teaches health and foods and nutrition. And she had a parent after like a diet unit, but it wasn't like dieting. It was like eating healthy and food pyramid junk. And this um, parent wanted to have an urgent meeting with the principal because he suspects that she might be a vegetarian and (laughs) that she is teaching her vegetarian (laughs) propaganda agenda (laughs) to the student. And she's literally not, and her husband's like a hunter. So she was like, I felt like I had to go down and like prove to this man, like how much beef I eat. (laughs) (laughs) Like come down with a burger and go, Check this out, dude. You know, you want me to eat this burger? I'll eat this burger. Oh my God. Like, what? Like, the, that would be the worst thing in the world that could happen is a teacher, like, teaches a kid, like, you know, maybe you shouldn't eat, yeah. you know, 
things that are going to make your arteries clog up. I mean, it's a terrible, <laughs> terrible thing to teach kids. Vegetarianism today, CRT tomorrow. That's right. Slippery, slippery slope. Actually, there, there was a, uh, somebody responded that they were asked how they were going to handle CRT in their classroom. A parent asked that, and they yeah. actually teach two-year-olds. <laughs> they teach preschool. <laughs> Like um, they were like, I'm literally gonna teach the letters CRT. <laughs> really, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like not in that order. Yeah, I can. I, I if you want, I can like teach them TCR just to make sure everybody's happy. Like you know, <laughs> crazy. Oh my goodness. All right, what else do we have here? Let's see. So another weird but harmless, mm-hmm. and also in these people who parents send them random pictures, I feel sort of jealous that I never received these. Somebody <laughs> um, said that they opened their email and there was just like a random picture of a camel. Yeah, what was with that? <laughs> they, and they were like, um, "Oh, thanks for this." And I feel like the response is kind of snippy. Like, I mean, this was little Johnny's trip to the zoo this weekend, yeah. and like. What? <laughs> Can you caption this picture, please? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Or send one of little Johnny or better yet, your teacher doesn't care. You <laughs> like, no, listen, we don't. We're going to fake it hard on Monday, but we don't, we don't really, really give a shit. No, not unless you brought us back something for like a souvenir and then we don't care either. We're just going to like put it on a shelf. Well, here we have yeah. I, this one I kind of liked. It was um, had a kid cheat on a test. Same answers as the person in front of them. No work, just answers. Called home and the mom said, I know you might not believe this, but sh- she said God gave her the answers. There you go. Ah, uh, there you go. <laughs> okay. And God gave me the ability to know she's full of shit. Like what? How does a parent actually say that without like saying, she told me God gave her the answers. I'll be punishing her for cheating later. Like what? <laughs> you know? Like that's insane. Yeah. I can't under, I maybe because I was a teacher, I feel like every time my poor children are telling me stories at school, I'm just like skimming for bullshit. Mm-hmm. And so I just can't fathom these parents that are like, well, if that's what my precious angel said, then it must be true. Like nothing a hundred percent that they say is true. (laughs) Like even if they're mostly, and like, yeah, sometimes the kid's right and the teacher's in the wrong for sure. But there's just those parents that like, it's not, it's not even a discussion because the kid said it. So well, it's it's also like, when they say something completely ridiculous, like God (laughs) gave her the answers. Like I had, I mean, I will admit I got caught in this one where I got one of my kids progress reports and it was, you know, a math class and running a C in math or something, which it was a surprise. And so when this child came home, I said, you know, what's going on there? Like, I haven't seen any tests. So how can they say you're running a C if you haven't gotten any grades back? And I will admit I had the ability to go in and check grades, but I had never done it because I trusted my kids to tell me what was going on. That was, that was mm-hmm. Tom. And um, so this child said, I don't know. So I called the teacher and I was, you know, like, I'm a teacher too. And I, how can you say this? You haven't even graded anything. And the teacher said, oh, no, 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 I've, I've graded 
two of the tests and your child got like 70s on both of them. At which point I said, I am so sorry for wasting your time. And I <laughs> hung up, I came home and I was just like, not only did you lie to me and you know keep your grades for me, but you made me look like an asshole. Like that, that <laughs> teacher is telling her family about me right now. You know? He's going to grow up and have a podcast about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, so I have done that that, you know, believing thing, but I think that was the last time after that, I would be like, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? (laughs) Once my, or one of my friends told me that he used the fake name, Chad. So that's not the true name that a parent had said this sort of like sigh of like with defeat said, Chad seriously gets in trouble at home, at church, at my parents' house, at school. I just feel like I wish there could be one place he would go and not have to worry about always being in trouble. (laughs) And then the teacher said before he could respond, she was like, obviously not your class. (laughs) It was like, did you hear the list? (laughs) Yeah. Like, sorry that it's all of those places are the problem. And not Chad, you know, sorry about Chad. I know there's nowhere for Chad. Nobody understands poor Chad. It's a a bad Chad. A friend of mine who is an elementary teacher had another teacher make a snide comment to her about for not showing. They had invited her to like the kids soccer game or Mm -hmm. something. And then the teacher didn't go because for obvious reasons <laughs> she's a life because she was tired and then she made a snide comment about well I mean it's kind of hard to like tell your kids your teachers care about them when they don't come to their games and I was like oh and she was a teacher who said it to another teacher wow that's that's rude I mean there were times where I would say to kids like I will try to come to your games but like I think I did it a couple of times. Like if it was a game right after school, you know, and, and right outside my, my window, like I'd be like, <laughs> okay, I'll come to you. You can see it while you're walking to your car. Right. Like, <laughs> if I could just see like pictures of it on Facebook, I could lie and say I'd been there, you know, but I will. Well, that's what I was going to say. Teachers, listen, you don't have to go. Right. Just tell them you were there. Although not sure for the little ones because the games aren't as crowded. That's true. But I will say that my son had a teacher who really was like a teacher. Like she just loved the kids, but but she was also very cool. Like she wasn't like one of those smarmy teachers who wore like sweater vests and all that. Like she was like, you know, (laughs) normal, but she did go to um, a couple of their baseball games and it was like a big, big deal. So yeah. Shout out, shout out to Miss Albert. If you're listening, she was great. (laughs) My kids have had a couple of their elementary teachers come to their games. And I, when they eat, when they like email and say, or text, like, when is you'll have to send me Nolan's schedule. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> like, I don't even want to go to them, but you're going to cut. So yeah, I think, and same thing, like, it just like blows Nolan's mind when they're there, but and, like, that's amazing. I'm not criticizing them at all. I just, it's wild to me that they do they'll try they'll say like well I'll get everyone's schedule and I'll try to see everyone wants I'm like yeah. what everyone yeah it's, no I it's insane yeah and also God bless you yeah I the only thing I did used to go to fairly frequently was I I would go to the school play 
every year because I would because oh, yeah. I would bring my kids also. So yeah. we would go to the play and you know whatever. So that was you know, and that was once. Like you went one night, you saw whoever was in it. That's it. And actually, poor Scotty had to go with me. Uh, the 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 last mm-hmm. time I went because after I retired, I still knew kids that were in the play. Didn't remember any of their yeah. names, but went. And uh, I was like, "Tell me to go by myself." So, um, so he <laughs> came with me, and we stayed for half of it. And then I was like, "This this sucks. Let's leave." <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would try to do too like if I had a class where I was lucky enough to just have half the basketball team in one hour like there was a lot of thing for your butt because you could go Mm -hmm. and see like a lot of them at once and I tried to go to like our school would do like the band and choir like spectrum concert so then you're seeing like basically half the school at one time Mm -hmm. and and those were enjoyable and then if a kid would say, this is really, are you going to my game? You should come. It's home. It's at four. I was like, oh, now I have to because yeah. you just got to because they're so cute. Yeah. So I go and wave. So they see me. See, I'm here. See me. And then they go in the dugout or whatever. And then run. <laughs> yeah. I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I I truly did have the excuse for a number of years that my kids had games and my kids had things. And I'm really sorry. I can't come to your thing because I'm going to my kids stuff. So and then, you know, after a while, I was just like, sure, my kid plays in the NFL. I have to go to his game. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't know that? Uh, I will say. Every time I went, I always left feeling like so mushy about kids again, because it's cool to see kids in their element. Mm-hmm. And so you'd see like, you know, a kid is kind of a turd in class or just like a mass student. But then to see them doing their thing, whatever that thing is, is super cool. Like I always ended up leaving those events feeling more excited about teaching than when I got there. So. All right. Should we tell a couple more parent stories and then do pop quiz and call it a yes. night? Okay. I also like the theme of stories where parents are shocked at what public schools are. So <laughs> there was one where a kindergarten parent asked where the refrigerator was to store <laughs> her child's lunch and was absolutely in shock about how she was supposed to keep it cold. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> that's, you know, I guess maybe you never went to school, so you don't know. <laughs> right. Like there's a thing called like a cold pack and like they have them everywhere. Like it's it, it is a thing. Actually, the ones I like when parents' problems are the thing that we of everyone's life. Like, well, what am I supposed to do? No, what we we all have this problem. We all have to keep our food warm or cold. Right. You're the same. And then they just whatever the problem is, it just blows my mind when they're like, but well, for me. And it's like, no, no, this is just life. Well, this is what we all do. This was another one just like that about a teacher who had a classroom with a thermostat. And there was a kid in the class who had, you know, wanted the temperature to be a certain way. And so the mom set up a meeting, a 30 minute meeting. Now, all you teachers know that that 30 minutes is 30 minutes you'll never get back. Okay. And that you really need. <laughs> and that clearly the teacher is being unfair and should allow her daughter to be in control of the thermostat. Not the whole class voting or anything, just the daughter should be in charge. And the teacher who responded here said, um, it was so absurd. I kind of wanted to laugh, but I wasn't sure if she was joking. She was not. Like, again, wear a sweater or wear a t-shirt, like get over it. 
you know? Yeah. Yeah. Get over yourself. But my, my final favorite here is you'd be surprised how often you hear your school and public education is probably what gave my son slash daughter autism, SLD, TBI, ADHD, Downs, etc. So clearly that school, the, the kid was totally fine. The teachers in their effort to work with this child and help them gave them some sort of learning disability. So just now later in that thread, someone said that the parents said their kid couldn't walk to the library for the field trip because she had come down with cerebral palsy <laughs> on her, in, so, in her foot. No doubt. She caught that. It's obviously, obviously. So, well, and what a, that means that parent was unaware of various significant issues with that child mm-hmm. until they were school age. Right. So that's also a layer here that's like pretty significant. Oh, yeah. It's like they say, you know. Oh, there was one more good one. You need to contact me if you watch a movie oh, in class. Yep. So my son can watch it in the car with me. Then he can be checked back into school because it's unreasonable to expect him to sit still for 50 minutes or to be quiet for 50 minutes during the movie. Now, part of me really respects this parent for knowing who her child is. <laughs> and then the responses were like, go ahead, let her do it. Like, why do you want that kid yeah, in the class? Like, go ahead. You know, hey, do you, do you think he can't keep quiet during math? He can go out for that too. Like, that's okay. Yeah. I was frustrated by parents who like a surprising number of kids apparently have all sorts of IBS situations mm. when you try to give them tardies. So, and I realized <laughs> there are real kids with real problems and those are real things, but I have received more than one email from a parent explaining their child's poop habits and that he would be, t- he would be mortified if he knew I told you this, mm. but. He does take a long time to poop. I was like, right, right. So he's also 16. So thank you for sharing that with me. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I'm going to let's I can work with you here. But so don't when he comes in late, don't ask him where he was. And I was like, well, that's kind of my job. I kind of got to know where the kids are. Like like I'm responsible. Also, if he it's a bathroom pass it's probably going to be a long time. Like, I don't, I don't want to know these things. We had a parent who, when I was teaching fifth, who sent us an email and we've, you know, get these, got these periodically that their daughter had had her first period. And so, you know, please make sure that she can go to the bathroom at will, you know, whatever. And we're like, of course, like we get it, you know, and that she can bring something with her and blah, blah. And yes, then, of course. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's fine. I'm not going to say what's in there, a gun. Like, I get it, you know. So, <laughs> yeah. show it to the whole class. Will <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> <laughs> you share that with us? So, so then the next month we get another email from mom. Okay, now she's getting her period for the second time. Okay, look, we're going to be on the same, the same schedule soon anyway, because we're all in the same room, you know, so we're all going to be the same. (laughs) You don't have to let me know, but whatever. So, but of course we're like, okay, you know, we're going to let this kid go to the bathroom. And then at some point, like she's, you know, I'm like, this is not like, is she getting her period? Like really often? Like what's going on here? And my co-teacher and I like look out the door at some point because I'm like, you know, a kid, like 
she's going to the bathroom to like walk with this boy from the the other class okay of course she is so then of course we like get back to mom and we're like well yeah she might have her period but like this cannot be like you know you got it like oh my god like the mom was like she was mortified but but I also did have a kid who a girl who was like oh I have to go to the bathroom I have my period this is when I was in middle school teaching math and then like a week later, like she, she's like, I have my period. And finally, after like, it's like two weeks already. And I'm like, you've had your period for two weeks. I said, I'm going to have to send a note home to your mom because there could be a medical issue. She never had a period again in my class. <laughs> you need an iron supplement. <laughs> really? Are you, an- anemic. are you anemic now? Like what? You know? All right. Well, thank you to all the Redditors who responded to our query here. And Good luck with all these crazy people that whose children you're teaching. They are. Yes. It's they're shocking. Yeah. I think as a parent, as we've this week, while we've been reading these questions and I've been trying to think back to like parents I had, I have started to worry. I'm that parent. Yeah. (laughs) I send these long, like stream of consciousness emails to (laughs) teachers in my defense, I know the teachers because I used to work in the district. So I like to think they're like, oh, look, it's just a silly email from Andrea, that friend of mine. <laughs> but they're saying, what it's the partly because sometimes I want to let them know like this drama went on, but I don't want them to think I expect them to do anything. And I also want to make it clear that I only trust like 50% of what my kid says. Mm -hmm. So like my kid says, this kid keeps pushing in and said, tomorrow I'll cut you. And that's probably not true. And actually my kid probably started it, but I just want to make you aware of the situation. And like, you don't have to do anything if like recess is your planning. I'm just saying like, just so you have it in the back of your head. These are my emails. Oh my God. <laughs> Nobody's reading that. I then I edit, but then I figure this is this, they need to be aware. And then I send it and then they're very nice to me, but I do give good gifts to try to make I, up for how annoying I am. I think you should. I think you should get rid of it. I'm sure they see my name in their inbox and scamper right over to read that. I'll, I'll tell you, I, you know, I think I was a, a decent parent. I mean, I did have a couple of, you know, run, I wouldn't even say, well, yeah, one run in with a teacher, but for the most part, I was pretty low key, but let me tell you something, Scotty, when he didn't get involved often, but when he did, oh my God, it was, it, you know, it was, he's the long fuse kind of guy, you know? So Mm -hmm. he let me take care of all this shit and he wasn't wrong. Both times that I saw him get pissed, really annoyed was he was correct. But the the one that I remember that was our daughter, she had a, no, she fell off the slide. That was it. She fell off the slide at school. And nobody called us. Nobody told us anything. I mean, she bumped her head. Like you're supposed to tell. They didn't tell us. I came to school to pick her up from school. It was one of those days where she she always wanted to walk home from school. And so I was like, okay, I brought the dog or whatever. I had to carry her home because she was crying because her head hurt. Yeah, it was really bad. And, you know, and I was just like, I can't believe they didn't call. Like, I don't know when this happened. I don't know if I need to take her to the doctor or whatever. It was during standardized testing. Uh, my dad was 
very, very sick at the time. It was just not good timing. And the next day I was at the school, I was dropping off ice pops for the kids for their post standardized test snack or whatever. And they're in the office. They're like, uh, oh, Mr. Lang is on the phone. And I just go, I look at the principal, I go, I'm sorry. <laughs> and he, you know, he was like, let her have it. He was just like, you know, how did we not get a call from the nurse? Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. You know, that nurse sucked though. She, one time, well, my kids were not nurse goers. So they, like the first time my daughter actually was sick enough to go home, they called me. I came up to school. She was standing outside the school by herself. It wasn't. Oh no. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? How did you get out here? And she's like, well, they said you could go home. So I was waiting for you. And I'm like, no, that's not how. And again, saying I, that time I called the school. I was like, but yeah, when he called, it was, you know, they didn't screw around with old Mr. Lang. Well, another voice heard from, you know? Yeah. Oh, I just used her last name. Somebody might know it's us. Oh, no. (laughs) You said East Brunswick before. I don't give a fuck anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care. All right. Let's do pop quiz. You go first, Miss V. I don't have an answer for you, but I'm thinking, go ahead. What's your question? I don't even have an answer for myself, but I will tell you what inspired this question. So the question is, what breed of dog would you be? And my dogs are English Shepherds, which is a UKC breed, but I don't know or care about any of that stuff. But for whatever reason, this weekend, we were Googling breed standards and we were, I was reading like, oh, halfway the the tail bone should end halfway the distance of the hawk in the blah, 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 and pretending like, and then I'd look at the one dog and say like, you're a show dog. And then I'd look at the other and say like, not you dummy. (laughs) And so it all started because we were looking up temperaments because our dogs are brothers and they have like completely opposite temperaments. And then that just turned into silly conversation. I mean, we've been trapped in this house with sick kids for days and days. (laughs) So then it turned into like, oh, if you were a duck, oh, you're some sort of like, or I would say like my breed standard is like slightly overweight, (laughs) a bit of a hunch, kind of cranky temperament of, you know, whatever. So that's what prompted me to come up with this ridiculous pop quiz question. Okay. So what dog breed? Um, I don't know. It's a, it's a tough question. I'm, I'm going to say, I feel like given my voice, I would have to be something yappy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the, <laughs> yeah. I can see that. Yeah, I know actually, what, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I know what I should be. I, I'm a terrier. I'm a terrier. I That's just, yeah. I just, I, and there's lots of different ones because I, I watched the dog show on Thanksgiving. So I know there's tons of different terriers. So I can't tell you which terrier I would be, but I would be a terrier because I'm that like, give me the bone and I'm just going to keep at it until I like get what I want. That's pretty good. Yeah. I'm I'm leaning towards Beagle myself. (laughs) No, you're not a Beagle. Are you like a wanderer at heart? A wanderer? Yeah, because you know, beagles, they'll just go. They don't care about anybody. Off they go with their nose. Yes, that's why I follow. You are 100% correct. That's why I always yell at Scotty, don't take our dog who's a part beagle off the leash because if she smells something, she's going to cross the street and she doesn't care if there's a car. Thank you. Thank you, Miss V, for backing me up. (laughs) Oh, yes. 
You're she actually crosses the street very well. She wa she waits and looks up at you before she crosses the street. Okay, sure. Anyway, until a rabbit. Until she see. Well, I don't take those chances, so I don't know if she does it for me. Anyway, anyway, never know. No, I think of you more as like an Irish setter type. Okay. You know, sort of a little. No, because. Once I watched a show about dogs, and Irish setters have like the lowest intelligence of like every <laughs> Thanks, and, <laughs> and and your point is not that. Um, well, I was going to say I was going to say Connie Corso because I think they're really cool looking dogs, but I don't know what their temperament really is. Yeah, I, I yeah I thought about picking Tampion for me just because of their foofy ears. It has nothing to do with my personality oh or my even God. my hairstyle. Oh my God, like if we're good. So basically, you're trying. You're like, what dog breed are you? It has nothing to do with who you are, what you look like, or your personality. It's just like, what do or I? What you look like? Or what is the prettiest dog? Okay, then well, I, I think that yeah. makes sense. I what think dog is cute? That's me. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I took this to be like my personality is a terrier personality. If it's just going to okay, be like, well, it's, you're being a terrier right now. We're I not, know, I know. I'm being a beagle. I'm all over the place. I'm, I'm, I'm looking slow. <laughs> when you start howling, it's going to be a problem. Oh. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Moving on. My question is, what is your anti New Year's resolution? So not what is something you are going to do? What is something you're not going to do? next year like truthfully like i'm probably not gonna exercise okay <laughs> okay there you or go. do you want something like i will stop over committing whatever you i'm giving up cocaine <laughs> right i was thinking more of the latter <laughs> but you know we could go right. any way you want there's no there are no rules here <laughs> well it's funny because all the things I would have said about me my entire life have sort of cleared up since I've left teaching. Uh -huh. Like I'm definitely an over committer and I have a hard time saying no. Mm -hmm. And now I don't find that people repeatedly put me in those situations. And so I don't have to constantly try to create boundaries when I'm a person who doesn't naturally have them. Uh -huh. So basically there's nothing you're not going to do except cocaine. Okay. That's, that's, Fair. Well, I mean, let's not dismiss <laughs> that. That's a, that's a significant goal. Uh, I'm sure that there's something I should stop doing. I'll think on it while you go. Okay. Hey, you go ahead. I don't, I'm, I'm clueless. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. Um, I, I don't know if I have an answer either, actually. Some, <laughs> something that I am not going to do next year, I am... I'm perfect. Why would there be something I would change? No. Um, you see how all three of us are struggling with this question. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. I guess um, I'm not going to commit to not doing anything. How about that? Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. What I'm not going to do is answer this question. Okay. I think we're done here. I think our work is done. Okay, let's go. Thanks to Max Siskin of Max and Max in the Morning for our intro. And thanks to Elaine Eckert for our artwork. Thank you to Scotty for making us sound fabulous and competent. And thanks to all of you for listening. If you like what we're doing here on the show, here are two ways you can help us. First, spread the word about our show. Tell your friends, enemies, and even your frenemies. Share us on social media with your teacher and non-teacher friends alike. Second, please leave us a review and rating wherever you listen to podcasts. We would love to hear from you. You can find us all over social media. Our contact information is in the episode notes. And thank you all for listening.
And don't forget to keep posting those learning objectives right up until break. And remember, talking about the ball dropping in front of middle schoolers is asking for trouble. Happy New Year and see you in 2023, everyone. Bye. Bye.